Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. The word Seder, as we use it to describe the meal, the ritual meal on the first nights of Pesach, means order. The word means order, and it refers to the fact that there is a very specific order to the rituals of the Seder. Many people begin their Seder by reciting those rituals, or in some other melody perhaps, denoting the 14 ritual elements of the Seder, one of which is Magid, telling the Pesach story. But there are some things that happen at the Pesach Seder outside of those 14 elements, and I'm not referring to the meal because one of the elements, one of the uh, sections of the Seder in that particular list is in fact the festival meal. I'm talking about something else. I'm talking about what happens at the end of the Seder, either just before the closing prayer, or in most cases, I think, after the closing prayer. And that's the singing of songs. We have a tradition of singing songs at the end of the Seder, specific songs which find their way into most every Haggadah. And I want to look in the next few weeks at three of those songs. Adir Hu, Chad Gadja, and Achad Miyodea. In some ways, they're just songs that are traditional to sing, but they each have a particular area of interest for me, and I'd like to share them with you so that you can think about them and perhaps bring this up at your Seder. The first one that I want to deal with is Adirhu. It happens to be my one of my favorite melodies of the entire Jewish year. Adirhu, Adirhu, lai, 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 da, 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 da. It's just, I love the melody. But there's something very interesting about Adirhu and something that really requires us to give it a little bit of thought and perhaps, in fact, to uh, make some changes, perhaps, in the way that we sing Adirhu. Let me explain. But I want to explain by going back to another section of the Seder, a very important prayer that we say during the Seder, the blessing over the second cup of wine. It's beautiful. And it begins with the words, Baruch Atad and I, blessed are you, O Lord our God, Asher Ge'alanu Avotenu, who redeemed us and redeemed our ancestors. Always interesting to me that, it got, that we say who redeemed us before we say who redeemed our ancestors, and brought us to this night to eat matzah and maror, to eat matzah and bitter herbs, it's a fascinating statement. It seems to say that the whole reason for the Exodus was so that we could sit in freedom and remember it. Very interesting. So, God of our ancestors, so our God and God of our ancestors, bring us to more holidays and more festivals in peace. Happy, joyous in the building of your city and, and our ability to worship you. We will thank you with a new song. For our redemption and, and in essence, the saving of our souls. I love that. So it's a statement that says, thank you, God, for redeeming us from Egypt and bringing us to this point to celebrate that, to remember that so may we gather together 
in peace and in happiness to celebrate more holidays. But I left out a line from the traditional Haggadah when I read this blessing. This, that's the way the blessing appears, I think, in most contemporary Haggadot. But there's another line there in the traditional Haggadah that goes like this. Not only would we celebrate in the joy in the rebuilding of your city and happy in being able to worship you, here's the other line. Which means, may we eat there in your rebuilt city from sacrifices and Passover sacrifices whose blood reaches to the walls of your altar. Wow. That last line about blood reaching to the walls of your altar and us eating from the sacrifices omitted from most, I would say, contemporary Haggadot. And I think for a good reason. That line in that prayer reflects the idea that I referred to last week, the idea that many people, many approaches to Judaism, focused on the idea that the temple would be rebuilt in Jerusalem. That in the Messianic era, the temple would be rebuilt and we would go back to the sacrificial system. Needless to say, most contemporary Jews and this is not just contemporary Jews, it goes back centuries, they reject that idea. Yeah, we'd love to have the Messiah come, rebuild and Jerusalem into a city of peace as a symbol for the world, but not so sure about the temple, and I certainly don't want to reinstitute sacrifices or see the rebuilding of the temple. So that line is omitted, and I think for good reason. We should be celebrating, we should look forward to celebrating holidays, but we don't have to go back to that tradition of the sacrificial system. That brings us to Adirhu. This lovely song, which is an acrostic, Adirhu, Bahurhu, Gadolhu, Dagulhu, Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Dalet, all the way through the Hebrew alphabet, is all about attributes of God. That part's fine. But it's the second line and the, the chorus that causes some issues. Adirhu, Adirhu, Yivne Beitobekarov, may God build God's house soon. And at the end, El Bene, El Bene, Bene Vekabekarov, God build, God build your house soon. It is clearly a reference to this idea that I mentioned just a moment ago, the rebuilding of the temple at the time of the Messiah. Now, what do you do about that? Well, one thing, there are several things we can do about that if we don't believe in this idea of rebuilding the temple. We cannot sing the song, and what a horrible waste that would be because it's such a lovely tune and it's so connected with our memories about Pesach. We can look at it and say, it talks about building a house, but that house could be seen metaphorically, making the entire world the temple of God, so to speak. It talks about building a world, not necessarily building a temple. Okay, I can go with that. That's a good midrash. That way you can sing the song the way your ancestors sang it, the way your father and mother, your grandfather and grandmother perhaps sang it, the way your teachers taught it to you in Hebrew school, and you don't feel like you're going against this great tradition. Or you can do what some people have done, and I've seen this in several Haggadot, which is to change the words of Adirhu and to make them more reflective of the idea of redemption 
rather than the building of the temple. And so let me give you one example of how those words can be changed, sticking with the theme, sticking with the melody. Uh, I found this, actually, uh, I was told about it from a Haggadah that it appeared from the Reform Movement back 20, 25 years ago, but I have a feeling it might have come from before that. Here is the way it goes. Adirhu, Adirhu, Yigalenu Bekarov, instead of B'nai Vedcha Bekarov, instead of build your house, soon this says, Yigalenu Bekarov, which means God redeem us soon. And then at the end, El Pide, El Pide, which means God redeem, God save, rather than God build. El Pide, El Pide, Pide Amcha Bekarov, redeem your people soon. So instead of singing, may God build God's house soon, it's may God redeem us soon. And instead of El Bene, El Bene, God build, in this case it's El Pide, El Pide, which means God redeem. These are beautiful words. And if, if you're interested in the words, Write to me, and I'll, I'll I'll send you the picture of the I'll send you the the uh, the, the image of the sagada that you can then use uh, at your seder's. But I'm not through with it yet, because I want to make another emendation on this. This is these are beautiful words, but I think there's something that we can add to this to make it even more meaningful. The seder is a time where we celebrate our redemption from Egypt. We, we are tempted to expand that to talking about all different kinds of challenges that we can be redeemed from or that we pray to be redeemed from or that we hope for others in the world that they are redeemed from. And I think that's fine. We have to keep going back to remind ourselves that the purpose of the Pesach Seder is, in fact, to remember our redemption from Egypt. But we don't do it in a vacuum. We hope for more than that in the world. We hope that that redemption will come to others as well. So what I do, and what I really want to suggest that you might do, if you like this particular uh, textual emendation, changing it to Yigalenu Bekarov, may God redeem us soon, is perhaps to alternate verses. There are several verses of Adirhu. Sing the first one the way I just did, and now try this one for the second one. Adirhu, Adirhu, Yigal olamo bekarov, may God redeem God's world soon. Yigal olamo bekarov, and then at the end, el pede, el pede, pede olamcha bekarov, redeem your world soon. And I would suggest doing every other verse about the world and every other verse about our people, starting with our people, because that's the starting point, the redemption, the exodus from Egypt. Again, if you'd like these words, I can send you a picture of them, I can send you the, the, the PDF of them, or, or but I think you could probably get it from what I'm saying. If you like Adihu the way that it is, kolakavod, fantastic, no problem. Either you accept this idea of the rebuilding of the temple, which is certainly your prerogative, or you're saying, I'm looking at it more metaphorically. That's fine. But I want to sing it the way it's been sung for so many generations around the Pesach Seder. Fine. But just remember, Adirhu and the other songs are not part of the traditional order of the Seder. They're 
folk kind of songs that we sing afterwards. And we are we have every right to change the language as we see fit. So in this particular case, I'm going to make a pitch for, again, if you don't believe in the building of the, tem the temple, don't sing about it. We left the tune lines out of the, uh, the, the blessing for the cup of wine. Leave the sense of rebuilding the temple out of our dehu and change the words in this beautiful way that keeps up with the meaning of the prayer, but really reflects perhaps more accurately what we are looking for, what we believe in, what we think is important when we concentrate on the perfection of the world at the time of the Messiah. Think about it. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And again, if you'd like the text, I can send it to you very easily. Until next time, thank you.